Did you know, I was kind of surprised to learn this, in 2021, the food manufacturing industry in Alberta was worth more than $20 billion. Big business. It's part, big part of the provincial economy. Uh, and this week, the government announced a new tax credit program that they hope will actually see that sector of the economy grow even larger in the coming years. Here to help us make sense of it and tell us exactly what it is, we have Nate Horner, who is the Minister of Agriculture and Irrigation. Minister, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Shay. Appreciate the opportunity. We're pretty excited about this program. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Walk us through it. It's the Ag Processing Tax Credit. So what are we talking about here? So we're talking about a, a non-refundable tax credit on agri-processing, which, uh, without getting into too much detail, any, anything you can picture taking a, a raw agricultural commodity and, and adding value um, through, through the process, whether it be for example, pea fractionation plant, a flour mill, meat processing, canola crushing, uh, the whole gamut of, of raw com- commodities. Uh, and we're looking to, uh, yeah, 12% non-refundable tax credit on any investment over $10 million. And uh, we're, the, the program, they'll have 10 years to use the credits, uh, similar to what's happening in some other jurisdictions. And uh, we believe it will bring in about uh, 35% incremental investment in this space. Okay. Um, help, help me out here, and I apologize. That 12% tax credit to be used over the course of, I think you said, 10 years. So it, it, in terms of that would be uh, property tax or would it be you know corporate taxes? I mean, is, how, how exactly does it work in relation to they make the investment and then they get the non-refundable rebate? What does that look like? Sure. Yeah, I'll explain. So it's a it's a non-refundable tax credit on corporate uh, provincial corporate taxes. So okay. uh, company X still has to come in with all of their money, uh, build their build their project, uh, and then uh, with a sound business plan become profitable uh, to then use the credits. So we're, we're not check writing. This is all this is all on the back end. And uh, yeah, we think we think setting it up that way is very very defensible to the taxpayer. Uh, and uh, gives them time to use the credits. And as you said, this is not for you know existing agri-food businesses per se. This is about new investment. This is about expanding the sector of the economy, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, we are hoping that some some businesses that are already here in Alberta think about expansion. Uh, but with with the province set to gain a million people in the next decade, and and such a such a spotlight on on food. Uh, affordability, uh, food scarcity, you know, our supply chain issues. We really think now is the time, uh, to try to do more with what we, with what we grow in this province, uh, create the jobs here, create the value here. It should also create, uh, more value for our primary producers. You know, if there's more products being made closer, it, uh, it means less products are, are being put on trains to be shipped out in bulk. You know, as you say, obviously, the, the, the demand will not go away when it comes to food products, obviously. Um, but I was really surprised to find out that it's already worth $20 billion. And in fact, when you talk about manufacturing in the province of Alberta, this is the biggest sector of the manufacturing industry in Alberta, right? Already. It, it is the biggest. And and I should say, Shay, we're, we were already growing. You know, there's a nice there's a nice trend line already. You know, we're, we're proud over the last four years, you know, we had some, what we thought were bold targets to, uh, uh, bring in 1.4 billion in investment in this space since 2019 and create 2,000 jobs. Uh, we hit the job number two years early. Uh, we hit the investment number a, a year early. 
But what we see is so much opportunity to really ch- change the entire trend line. Um, um, what what we propose in uh, our business plan when we lay down the budget, I think you'll see some some numbers where we're looking to grow this almost exponentially. And is this passive? Are you going out and seeking new investment, or is this just sort of being being offered uh, for companies that are doing their own legwork and looking to come here? Well, we we always are. Like within within the ag department, we have what we call a a deal tracker, and there's always between 120 and a 180 different, uh, you know, proposals and companies out mm-hmm. there that were in, in one way or another trying to help and liaise, working with municipalities, uh, trying to find the, the right uh, footprint for the proposed project, whether it needs rail siding or a certain amount of water. We, we try to have a concierge service to, to work with those proposed companies. So they're out there. Uh, I know I know many are very excited about this announcement. And we think it just uh, now now is the right time. I should say to get to this place, you know, we did the analysis over a year. We looked at multiple jurisdictions, about about nine in great great detail, both in Canada and the U.S. And so we didn't pick this 12%. Uh, we weren't pulling that out of the sky. You know, that's, that's what we think is the sweet spot that really uh, takes into account all of the broad uh, benefits of putting a company in Alberta already, like our, our low corporate tax rate, obviously, no sales tax. Uh, proximity to the ports. We we have a lot of advantages here already. So that it took a lot of, of uh, analysis to find where that sweet spot was, but we think we found it. Well, it'll be interesting to track it as it goes along and see what kind of uh, new investment it does bring to the province. I appreciate your time, Minister. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.